With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, December the 6th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 179 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkChew.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll start things off with our wrestling news and views here in segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Geraldine Geronimo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also here tonight here, folks, don't forget our wrestling history and birthdays will be brought to us. By, by, of course, the first 2016 uh, WCWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team, that being, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Before we get going with, of course, uh, what our plans are for this evening on Wolfpack 179, let's welcome J.D. and John in and say, and uh, for our, as we get ready to have a howling good time tonight, on, of course, the second installment, NWO Wolfpack. Yes, we do. It's a somber one, too. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the mute, the opening theme would definitely be, of course, a big-time opening night. Excuse me for this one second. And yes, England is a fine country. We need to talk to you after y'all the phone to you. We take you the phone to you. All, but I, mean, I told him I'd give you the phone line. Hold on, I'll take the phone to the phone. Hold on, I'll tell you to him and I'll ask you if he wants to talk. Hold on. <clears throat> uh, and uh, I'll finish. I'll finish with the plug. Uh, just uh, pause for this one second, JD. I'll be right back. <laughs> 
and folks, of course, if uh, the music was any, of course, our opening thing was any indication here, folks. We'll talk more about that in great detail here in our wrestling news and views here in just one moment. But of course, first off, I'll go and let you know our live video feed tonight comes to us from SMWS Mountain Grown Toughness, of course, our tribute group to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <clears throat> and you can join us for our live video feed here by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash SMWS Toughness. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number as always is 1 605 562 0444. Call ID 138 521 pound and press that 131 chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Which, of course, mainly folks will be, of course, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, we'll just have some, we'll be there having some random wrestling discussions. Of course, with TLC up on the horizon, we'll be doing some more talking about some details about that. And also just other other just chew the fat on a lot of things going on here in the wrestling world and also other forms, <clears throat> other uh, other um, forms as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here on Wolfpack 179 with our wrestling news and views here segment. And here to bring it to us from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared Geronimo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? As we heard at the beginning tonight, however, it is only fitting we add this to. Many years, well, I would say many years ago, how am I going to say this? I can't even do it. Huh? A long time ago, that's better. A long time ago, when we grew up watching wrestling, however, we remember our favorite wrestlers that we grew up watching. Guys such as Bruno San Martino, who we lost earlier this year. Nikolai Volkov, another one who we lost this past year, George Steele last year, Ivan Koloff, and many others. Perhaps one of the most famous underrated families that does not get enough credit, obviously, is the Henning family. And the Henning family, of course, consists of Joe Henning, a.k.a. Curtis Axel, his father, the late great Mr. Perfect, one of the greatest fun-loving guys who always loved to pull a joke on you and make you laugh and cry and smile. Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. And of course, Kurt's dad and Joe's grandfather, Larry the Axe Henning. Larry the Axe, of course, was a one-of-a-kind wrestler who wrestled for many years in the old Minnesota territory known as the American Wrestling Association, where he had many battles with unique guys. He also teamed up with his son a couple times, too. Larry, of course, was feuding with many guys, as we said, like Nick Bockwinkle, and, of course, Vern Gagne, Billy Robinson, among others. Yesterday, we said goodbye on the 60th birthday to a great Hall of Famer who should be in the Hall of Fame next year, Tom Billington, the Dynamite Kid, who, along with Davey Boy Smith, formed the 80s tag team, the British Bulldogs, and, as I said, who formed a great duo and had many great battles with great tag teams, such as the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, the dream team of Brutus the Barb Beefcake and Greg Valentine, and the Hart Foundation, Brett the Hitman Hart, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, another guy who we lost just not too long ago at the age of 60. That, referring to the Dynamite Kid, we mean. As we said, Billington passed away suddenly and tragically yesterday morning, despite the fact that he had been in failing health for a good number of years. But he was also a pretty good singles wrestler, too. Back in the day, feuding with guys 
in a singles career. However, in Portland, wrestling in Don Owens' territory of the late 70s into the early 80s out there in the Pacific Northwest, and also in Stampede Wrestling up in Canada, as well as Japan, with many unique individuals, including Tiger Mask. But getting back to Nick, uh, Kurt Henning's father, Larry the Axe, however, we lost Larry the Axe today, sadly, at the age of 82, as we lost another wrestling legend. And I think it's only fitting that we play this clip, however, in this tribute, however, in our Kurt Henning. And, and this is actually, I mean, I, re- I mean, I've seen this movie many times, however, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a funny comedy western called The Battle of Cable Hoag. If you never heard of it, I'd implore you to check it out. If you like comedies and laughter, I mean, it is one of those kind of movies. It's also sad, too, in a little bit. It starts Jason Robarts, Stella Stevens, David Warner, came from 1970 from director Sam Peckinpah, who made movies such as The Wild Bunch, one of the most violent westerns of all time, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, among other movies. But in this clip here, it's David Warner's character, Joshua, who delivers a eulogy, however, in uh, paying tribute to his friend and idol, Cable Hope, played by Jason Robarts. It starts out, however, as a little funny joke towards the end of the movie. But then, as we see what happens toward the end, however, we realize how Cable is dying, however, and is near the end of his life. And in true fashion, he delivers one of the most emotional yet very heartfelt sermons I think anyone has ever heard. And this is truly a unique sermon in its own way. And I think everyone would appreciate now, instead of uh, ringing the bells for ten times tonight like we usually do for certain people who we've lost over the years, however, this sermon, I think, would uh, be better than the bell salute. So I think everyone's going to enjoy listening to this. So I implore you to listen to this one very carefully on what is said here. And I would like your feedback at the end of it. So here it is now. This is the sermon that David Warner delivers here in the movie. And I think it's only fitting we do this in honor of Larry the Axe and all the people we have lost over the years. Yes, he might have cheated. Rich or poor, he gouged them all the same. So died. Animal in the desert, he didn't. in the firmament he hadn't named and he was afraid of. Of a sand he fought and loved so long has covered him at last. Gone into the whole torrent of the years. Souls that pass and never stop. In some ways he was your dim reflection, Lord. And right or wrong, I feel he is worth consideration. You feel he is not. You should know that Hogue lived and died here in the desert. For hell will never be too hot for him. I went to church. I need to. The whole desert was his cathedral. Hold up. I'm coming in tonight. Oh, love the desert. 
loved it deeper than he'd ever say. He built his empire, enough to give it up for love. I'm game. Lord, as the day draws toward evening, this life grows to an end for us all. We say adieu to our friend. Take him, Lord. But knowing Cable, I suggest you do not take him. Amen. As J.D. put it, pretty much summed it up here, but so many greats helped shape and form what wrestling is all about today. And no, ladies and gentlemen, we do not use the term sports entertainment, even though that's what they say the correct term is nowadays. <clears throat> In the whenever, if you remember the, the night that Dusty Rhodes inducted the Four Horsemen in the Hall of Fame, he plainly said it best for this thing that we call professional wrestling. He was pretty much saying the same thing that all true blue wrestling fans all around the world are saying. Without your wrestlers of yesteryear, you would not have your wrestlers of today. Truthfully, uh, um, you know, whenever, of course, we saw one of the last times I ever saw Mr. Perfect's father, of course, in public was one night they inducted. Kurt Henning into the Hall of Fame. He was there along with his whole family, of course, and long before Curtis Axel, you know, ever ever competed, of course, in WWE and all. Uh, <clears throat> Larry Henning was a terrific individual, a great competitor. I've read so many things about him. I've seen several of his matches. He true blue. Uh, showed the world what it meant to be a wrestler. Just like your guys, of everybody from Hogan and Flair to Bachwinkle, San Martino, everybody that came, that came before your wrestlers of today, he was truly right there on your on your mountain of of wonderful uh, wrestling superstars that paved the way. His, his contributions, his legacy, and his spirit, and more importantly, his heart, never die. By God, they will never be forgotten. WWS Radio Network expresses our thoughts and condolences to the family of Larry the Hacks, any, any, especially at, at, after, of course, like I said, right now to to current WWE superstar Curtis Axel, of course, and his and his family. That 
They're looking down on you now, but time to get rid of these WWE theatrics. And it's time to go back to what to go back to your blood, go back to your spirit. Go and show the world that the Henning family is another pioneering force in the world of wrestling. Without the Henning family, you, you wouldn't also you it's like so many other wrestling families. I'm sure JD and everyone here would agree. You would not have wrestling the way it is today. So do them proud, Curse. And our, and rest in peace there, Axe. Thank you very much for your for your contributions. Also, thank you for your son. Also, thank you for your son. I mean, your yes. son. I mean, your you, son. Your son was a great tag team wrestler with Scott Hall and Great Ganya. But you also taught your son what it meant to get into the business. When it came to father and sons, I don't think there's many you can say. And yes, now you're with your son again. And his friend, Rick Rude, and the other people have gone before us this past year. As we said, we have lost so many in the last, this past year alone. We've lost Nikolai Volkov. We've lost Bruno San Martino. We've lost Brian Christopher Lawler. And just yesterday, we lost the Dynamite Kid, along with the Anvil Jim Nightheart just recently. But like you said, Vader is another guy we just forgot. Well, I forgot about Vader. Thank you. But acts, like you, like you said, Chad, I mean... You made wrestling fun. You had great battles, both in and out of the ring, with certain your wrestlers that you wrestled with. Some of them you were friends with, some you were not. But you were close to them, and you still uh, gave us performances like you will never forget. I mean, your battles with Nick Bockwinkle, your battles with Vern Gagne. I mean, they will stand the test of time. But like I said, they will not be forgotten, nor should they ever be forgotten. And if I'm WWE right now, in this way, Howard, I would create something of a memorial. I don't care if it's an award, a trophy, it doesn't matter. It should be named now the Battle Axe Award in honor of Larry Henning. Because there are so many people who give this, give in to this sport, Howard, whether they're sick or they're hurt or injured severely. And they still grind it out day after day, most days, whether you're professional or not. But like you said earlier, thank you, Axe, for what you gave us. And rest easy, my friend. We only have a couple more news items to report very quickly. WWE has announced that Natty and Ruby Rye will be meeting in a tables match at TLC. And also tonight, Howard, in Thursday Night Football and in College Football, we got some news to report there. First, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans are up now late in the first half, 13-2 on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, believe it or not, however, we understand that tonight Kyler Murray, who was up for the Heisman candidacy, however, mind you, this Saturday night, however, will be, actually did win an award tonight, the Davey O'Brien Quarterback Award, however, mind you, and also congratulations to a very special individual, however, who won this award tonight, too, at the SB Awards. Back in October, a certain young fan, however, who has been cheering on his team, and I think he's 18 or 19, however, if I can just try to find the article here, I'm trying to find out. Uh, Tyler Trent, however, is his name. He won the Disney Spirit Award tonight. 
So to that, we say congratulations to both of them. How are their job well done? And Murray, we also wish you good luck this Saturday. With two a T, however, Alabama, despite a bum wheel, and also the Ohio State quarterback, however, I'm I think Haskins. We wish you good luck in your next chapter, wherever you go. But obviously, the big story is not who won the awards. However, in fact, who won the Maxwell Award? But Murray was named top T. How are they split? How are the awards? I should say tonight. But I think the real story here, however, is not the players who won the awards tonight, but the courage of this super fan Tyler Trent, who has been battling a very special health issue over his life, however, through the first 18, 19 years of his life, and still battling it to this day, winning the Disney Spirit Award tonight, showing he has heart, passion, and courage. To say the least, however, is the story here. And to that, I say congratulations to him and to all the other winners tonight, but mostly to Mr. Brent, however, and his family on his award. And hopefully in his life, he will continue to battle, however, and fight this disease, whatever it may be, and live forever. Absolutely. Amen to that. Absolutely. Thank you very much, RJD. Of course, J.D., along with King N.W.O. Jamar T. Spence, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network here each and every night. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that big-time combination. Before we get into John's history and birthdays here. Okay, bro. Okay. Also a contributor to WWUS Raw Radio. He's also, of course, known as a heartbreak kid here here in the radio network circles. Of course, if you you think about his nickname, folks, you got to think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days, where, of course, that's that one of the central characters. Well, a little something just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now joined us here for episode 179 of Wolfpack. Fonzie, uh, welcome, sir, to the show. Uh, glad you yep. make it in here with us. Twenty-nine years ago today, which was put it at, I do believe, 1989, yes, in GTS's neck of the woods, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Candy Devine defeated Judy Martin to win the AWA Women's title for the fifth time. Wendy Richter, the last champion, vacated the title when she left the company just after celebrating her one-year anniversary with the title. Devine would be the last woman to hold the title. She abandoned it just before the promotion shut down in January of 1991. 25 years ago today, which we put it at 1993, on Monday Night Raw from White Plains, New York. Raw features the last performance of Bobby the Brain Heenan. This would be Heenan's last WWF appearance. The person that threw him out was, uh, of Raw would be Gorilla Monsoon. Before Raw went off the air, Heenan did a wave saying goodbye. Heenan would leave WWF to head to WCW in 1994, where he stayed as commentator from 94 to 99. After WCW was expanded in 2001, to do commentary in the, at, at WWF. Um, he, of course, WWF at WrestleMania 17 with me and Gene Oberlin and made his first Raw appearance 
since June of 2007, when he was featured on Mr. McMahon Appreciation Night. 20 years ago today, which would put it at 1998, WWF presented the UK exclusive pay-per-view called Capital Carnage in the London Arena in London, England. The show is noted for Jim Ross suffering a Bell's palsy attack while commentating the show just hours after his mother had passed away of a heart attack. Ross would not return to the commentary table until WrestleMania 15 on March 28, 1999. WWF tried to make Jim Ross a heel that year after the crowd cheered him, kicking after the crowd cheered him, he kicked Michael Cole in the groin. The plan was dropped, and Ross was restored to his play-by-play spot without incident at WrestleMania 15. What Ross tried to do when he brought the fake Diesel and fake Razor Ramon to the WWF in September 96, but that did not work. Here are the match that took place at Capital Carnage. In a dark match, Draws defeated Mosh. Gangrel defeated Al Snow with interference from Edge. Uh, the Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher, defeated the Legion of Doom, Draws, and Animal in a tag team match. Val Venus defeated Goldust. Tiger Ali Singh defeated Edge. Sable and Christian defeated Mark Merrow and Jacqueline in a mixed tag team match. This would be Mark Merrow's last ever appearance with the company. Ken Shamrock defeated Steve Blackman to retain the IC title. Triple H defeated Jeff Jarrett. This will be Triple H's first match since September of 1998. New Age Outlaws retained the tag team titles over the team of Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown. The Rock defeated X-Pac by DQ to retain the WWF title. X-Pac's European title was not on the line in this match. And Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kane, The Undertaker, and Mankind. And a federal four-way match with Gerald Briscoe <sighs> as and Vinnie Jones. And, um, and okay, money, turn that sound down a little bitty bit there, Fonson. I appreciate that. Uh, 19 years ago today, put it at 1999. On Nitro from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or as Alice Cooper did say, Billy White. Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Psychosis to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Three notes right here. This remains the last time the title changed hands on American soil, number one. Number two, it was Liger's 11th IWGP Junior Heavyweight title reign. And lastly, for a few years, it didn't count. Hmm. 17 years ago, on Smack, today on SmackDown 2001, Rikishi made his return to aid The Rock in forcing McMahon to kiss, to kiss Rikishi's behind. The reason well-being was The Rock and his partner, the women's champion Trish Stratus, defeated Vince McMahon and Kurt Angle on Raw in a tag team match, and Vince was forced to kiss The Rock's behind. However, The Rock told Vince he wouldn't kiss his behind. The Rock would first bring out Jim Ross, the man who convinced McMahon to a few weeks prior when he, Angle, and Undertaker forced JR to kiss Vince's behind, The Rock told JR, JR to sit, on, sit at the commentary table. Then The Rock brought out Trish Stratus. Vince tried to kiss Trish's behind, but The Rock stopped her and brought out Rikishi. After a rock bottom, The Rock shoved Vince's face into Rikishi's derriere. Also, speaking of The Undertaker, The Undertaker debuted a new hairstyle by scoring a shorter hair, uh, scoring shorter hair as he defeated Bradshaw in a match. 16 years ago today, put at 2002, 
WWA presented the retribution from the Scottish Exhibition and Conference Center in Glasgow, Scotland. It will be aired on, in the United States on February 2003. Lex Luger defeated Sting to win the vacated WWA World Heavyweight title as Scott Steiner vacated the title when he signed the WWE and came to the WWE. To the WWE in November of 2002. 15 years ago today, to put it at 2003, The Wall, formerly known as Nala, died of a heart attack in Tokyo Japan at the age of 36. He would be 37 on December 27, 2003. He debuted for WCW in the summer of 99 as a bodyguard for Berlin, who of course was actually right and showed a sadistic streak by attacking the younger members of the roster. And he had a brief view with Hulk Hogan until WCW had attempted a hard reset in the spring of 2000. The wall would be part of the misfits in action, but he would leave the group and feud with them until WCW disbanded in 2001. He signed with WWF that would be released later. He would be one of the final two men to wrestle for the TNA title of the first edition of TNA in June of 2002 but he would be beaten by Ken Shamrock. The wall continued to stay Can on the TNA for XPW. He was very active right up until his death and wrestled in a six-man tag before his death, uh, The night, I believe the night after. He would be found unconscious in his hotel room by All Japan Pro Wrestling and several wrestlers in Tokyo. He would be taken to a Tokyo hospital, but was dead on arrival. Autopsy revealed it was a heart attack. Although no drugs were found in his room, nor found in his system at the time of his death. <clears throat> uh, 14 years ago today, put it at uh, 2004, and Walt from Charlotte. Okay, okay, Fonzie, might need to calm it down a little bit. Then. No, no it was me. I was yawning. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought 14 years ago today, put it at 2004, and Walt from Charlotte, North Carolina. Lita defeated Trish Stratus to win the WWE Women's title in the main event. This would be the first time that the Divas would have would main event a show since August of 2000 when Stephanie McMahon battled Lita for the women's title when Lita, Lita regained the women's, women's title on, let's see, on the show. This, that was the first time the women main event in Raw. And this would be the last time the Divas main event in Raw until October of 2016 when Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte to regain the WWE Women's Belt. Ten years ago today, put it at 2008, Dennis Rodman won Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling by ousting Todd Bridges in the final elimination. What you talking about, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> Eight years ago today, put it at 2010, Vladimir Kozlov officially becomes an American citizen just two years into wrestling with WWE. That same day, he and Santino Morello from the Little World of Kentucky on Raw defeated the Usos, the Nexus, and the team of Mark Henry and Yoshitatsu to win the WWE Tag Team titles, thanks to interference from John Cena. Four years ago today, put it at 2014, UFC announced that CM Punk would be signed to a multi-fight deal just 11 months after leaving the WWE in January of 2014. Punk would have his octagon debut in September 2016 and would lose to Mickey Gale in under three minutes. And today would have been the 84th birthday of Nick Bockwinkle. 
Born in St. Paul, Minnesota, Bockwinkle took up wrestling after a knee injury and in his football aspirations when a University of Oklahoma withdrew his football scholarship after being trained by Luthez and Nick's father, Warren, who was a star in the Midwest, Midwestern wrestling especially in the 1940s. He started his career in 1955 at the age of 16. His first match would be against, believe it or not, Luthez. Nick teamed with his father and won his first major singles title in 1963. The yeah. NWA Pacific yeah. He would win championships in Hawaii and California. And that too. So sorry about that. His natural exposure didn't come in a wrestling ring, but he appeared on the Hollywood Squares game show in 1968 and where he won his match. He also had bit, bit roles on the Monkees and Hawaii 5 0. In 1970, Bockwinkle joined the AWA and teamed with Ray Stevens under the management of Bobby Heenan. They were going to win the AWA World Tag Team titles from 72 to 75 three times. Jealousy would break up the duo, and Bockwinkle was headed for a singles career. Just a month before he turned 41 years old, Nick would capture the AWA World Heavyweight title and in the seven-year reign of Vern Gagne and would go on a long reign himself spanning more than four and a half years. He would feud with top stars in the company, of course, The Crusher, Dick DeBruiser, Daniels, Gordon Gregg, Mr. Saido, Otto Wands, and Jerry Waller. He would face the WWF champion Bob Backlund in March 1979 and were the two fall to a double countout. He would lose the title in July of 1980 to Ganya. Ganya would retire from wrestling while still champion. Bockwinkle would be given the belt back in May of 1981, much to the dismay of the AWA fans. Nick would be awarded the title, and he would become the most hated man in the company. That work, that work would turn to a shoot hate in June of 1982 when Hulk Hogan captured the AWA title over Bockwinkle. However, Stanley, Blatt, Stanley Blackburn reversed the decision and awarded the belt back to Bockwinkle, who would then lose it to Otto Wands just two months later. Hogan, seeing the writing on the wall, would leave, leave for the WWF, and the rest is history there. In February of 1984, Bockwinkle would drop the title to Jumbo Saruta. At the age of 52 in 1986, Bockwinkle would recapture the title when Stan Hansen failed to appear for a title defense. And he wouldn't lose it until almost a year later at Super Flash 2, where he was dethroned by Kurt Henning, thanks to a roll of coins handed, him, handed to him by Larry Zabisco. Nick's four world title runs totaled 2,990 days, longer than the, than the combined reigns of Mad Dog Bashan, Zabisco, Rick Martel, Kurt Henning, Jerry Lawler, and Mr. M combined. Nick would get revenge on Larry using more, more rolls of coins in one of his final matches. Bockwinkle would retire in 1987. That would make a one-off match in 1992 in Japan against Billy Robinson. He would work as a road agent for the WWF and as a color commentator. He would wrestle at WCW Slamboree in May of 1993, taking on Dory Funk Jr. in a legend reunion. He would also go on to serve as the on-screen commissioner of WCW in 1994. He would also serve as a commissioner of shoot style for Japan Pro Wrestling Association in 2000. But demand for the shoot style had been down since the collapse of the UWFI. He would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2007. It would make his first WWE Hall <clears throat> appearance in a lumberjack match the night after WrestleMania 26 in March of 2010. 
Bachwinkle is a part of the inaugural class of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame in 96 and the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2003. He served as president emeritus of the Cauliflower Alley Club and became the organization's president from, 2000, from 2007 to 2014, a step down due to declining health in August of 2014. His final appearance would be at the 2015 Cauliflower Alley Club. Sadly, he died at the age of 80 of undisclosed health issues. He is survived by his longtime second wife, Darlene, two children from a previous marriage, two great-grandchildren. Uh, and John says, and John says, all for the history and birthdays here for, for today. And... And so there you have it there. John, thank you very much for the rest of the history and birthdays here for today. And J.D., well put in your rest of the news reviews here tonight. Uh, rest in peace, Larry the Axe. Anyway. one six zero five five. Okay. I'm gonna play, and I will play that clip one more time just in case anyone wants to hear it. This will close out with that again tonight. I think it's only fitting one more time we play it, though. Okay, well, that sounds good. We'll, 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 then we'll do that before we end. We'll pack this in. Very good there, J.D. Thank you very much. Uh, 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138-521-COUNT. This is episode 179 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, December 6, 2018. Mr. Jimmy, 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 I about said D. Geronimo. I want, I want to say Geronimo for some reason. Thank you. The Human Surprise Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, here with you here tonight. And also, of course, don't forget our live video feed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, from SMWS Mountain Grown Toughness, where I see actually JD is trying to play a, a double Carter right there. Apparently, he's trying to get on the live video feed there as well. <laughs> so, uh, and apparently, guys, well, you well, you joined it a minute ago, according to the page. Okay, but that's okay. But that's go. Cool. Hey, two places at once—that ain't bad. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Uh, um, I gotta say, I gotta say something here. Um, I'm sure everyone here has heard this so many times uh, that you know. It's come to a point that, you know, but this opinion here is everybody, as I've always said, everybody has a right to their opinion. They can say whatever they want to say. You know, just don't just don't get in the way of what we always love to talk about here. I'm sure you've heard me say that. Well, apparently just now while I was handling the remainder of the wrestling history and birthdays, apparently somebody wanted to come on here and say, say something cute, saying that wrestling is all... He said wrestling in general is fake. I don't know who it is. And, and I even and I even see that John was trying to uh, comment on this and saying, well, why are you here if you think it's fake? And the guest said, oh, just good showman, though. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if he was talking about us or talking about the wrestlers. I don't know who this is, but somebody, you know, once again, is just wanting to say, I mean, they're voicing their opinion, and I respect that, and I, I'll go that far with it. But 
but the thing about it is that's something you do not say to a wrestling fan. You are a fan of wrestling, you know. I mean, we know that some of the storylines may, may, you know, they, they, they come up with different stories all along. J.D., we, we've talked about this. John, we've talked about this. Fonzie, we've talked about this. Y'all know what, y'all know what I mean when I say all this. But the action in it, I'm sure y'all would agree, is 100% real. They get hurt. They get hurt. You know, they're out for a little while. You know, some will say, okay, well, he hurt himself because that way he can go make a movie or something. Well, you know, a lot of them, you know, you know, sometimes they don't even get that luxury. Because, you know, they get legitimately legitimately hurt. I've read a lot of things like that. I mean, do you, would you call Roman Reigns diagnosis with diagnosis with that's been diagnosed with leukemia again for the first time over in 11 years? Would you call that fake? I wouldn't call that fake. Nope. I mean, no, you, I mean, you can't make stuff like that up. And if you did, what sort of person are you later on? So to whomever this guest is, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact you wanted to express your opinion. You did, but just never say, or just never say to a true blue wrestling fan like this panel here that it is because some of the stories might be, but the action is not. Keep that in mind. Next time you come on here and try to mention this on a wrestling podcast. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so I think I put that. I think I put that. Quite well. No, no doubt. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, well, guys, like I said, we have about an hour to go here. Uh, let me see here. Hmm. Hey, Chad. Uh, yes. Can I say something before we do anything else? Please. Well, while I'm sitting here thinking about uh, thinking about what we're going to do, uh, if you, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, 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 let's just say Fonzie's got a little bit of an editorial here, folks. Let's see what he has to say. Fonzie, go ahead. Please. Oh, uh, sometimes we always talk about wrestling, but sometimes we always go out of wrestling um well i need some prayers for tomorrow um the past couple days my both of my eyes were hurting me badly and last night my left one uh, my right one actually um, got a little damage, but I don't know how how damaged it is. It really affected me all day yesterday and today. So I finally called my eye doctor, and I go, I gotta see um, her assistant. She's not in town right now until Monday, which I was supposed to see her. I don't know if I'm still seeing her on Monday. I probably I am, but um, 
yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, so hopefully nothing is damaged. It really hurt me badly. Uh, I don't know how, but it just, it aggravates me. It irritated. I don't know. Hopefully nothing is damaged. I see I see the doctor tomorrow morning at eight thirty in Oakland. Um so that's what I'm dealing with past couple of days. Um so hopefully you guys can say a little prayers tonight for me. Hopefully there's nothing damaged. I hope not. That's all I need right now. Uh, another surgery. Yeah. So I just had a laser surgery already on the same right eye. And so, uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully nothing is damaged. And, um, that's a nice one, Chad. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Chad and JD and John, hopefully said a little prayers for me tonight. So hopefully there's nothing damaged yet. I hope not. So yeah, so that's what I gotta say. And let's talk about wrestling right now. And uh, Right now, the Tennessee is up 16-2, middle of the third quarter. So, there you go. Well, thank you. Well, Fonzie, we we will, of course, definitely, uh, we we will will definitely um, do do so, of course. Uh, I know that's kind of a, that's a tough, uh, that's that's a tough thing to go through and all. So, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I know what I know how I feel. I know how it feels there, but so, so we will yeah. definitely, uh, of course, we will definitely, of course, uh, uh, say <clears throat> say a humongous uh, a humongous uh, uh, prayer for you here uh, tonight here, uh, <clears throat> and hopes that, like I said, that nothing is nothing is nothing is critical here. Yeah, hope not. Now I have diarrhea. Ooh. Okay. No. Okay. Why? Well, I don't know. Don't ask me why I said that. I, just, I don't know. I'm just uh. <laughs> uh water okay. shit. Shit water. Oh! <laughs> That's what his diarrhea is. Shit water. You don't have. To, you don't have to. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Here, well, let, let's try a little bit of this. Here, hopefully, like I said, there's enough here to go around. Uh, JD, then, uh, then John. I found two, uh, um, wrestling. Would you rather? Yeah, we ain't had uh, to do that for a while. Yeah, get, we get a kick. Well, we did some Would You Rather the other night, but I didn't do a, 
I didn't do a, I haven't done a resin one. So, uh, JD, you up, you game for it? Okay. Are you up for some a wrestling version of Would You Rather? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. And this is this is this is a few years old, but uh, these are like there's like seven of them right here. We'll give this a try, and I'll find some more while we while we do that. Okay. Here's your question. Your question. If you were the if you were the owner of the WWE, would you rather? Have Vince McMahon retire, or would you rather humiliate Randy Orton? I would have, uh, however, have, uh, what's the first one again? Sorry. Have Vince McMahon retire. He has to retire. <laughs> or would you rather, okay, so you retire, okay. Uh, let's, okay. Fonzie, here is yours right here. If you were John Cena, would you rather make Maurice cry or would you literally make Beth Phoenix look like Santino Morello? Uh, John Cena will make Maurice cry. That's what happens. He cries. <laughs> That's, okay. Okay. Right, that was too. Okay. All right, John. The next one is yours. Let's see. Let's see what this is right here. Uh. Uh. John, would you rather make the Jonas Brothers? a trio team on SmackDown, or would you rather have Miley Cyrus kick Edge in the baseballs? <laughs> oh, are you serious? This was on next week. God. Philip Rivers versus Patrick Mahomes next week. That's going to be a good game, L.A. and Kansas City next week. That's going to be one of the better games of the week. It's at Arrowhead. Yeah, that should be a good game, though. John, John, are you still with us, bud? John, can you hear me? John, can you see me? Maybe he was taking the diarrhea. Hey, he's taking the diarrhea. <laughs> okay, Fonzie, come on, man. I just ate supper, man. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> don't make the host bet. Don't make the host bark. That's okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I fucking dare, John. John, John, can you hear me? And JD says, Can you smell me? (laughs) Fonzie says, Fonzie says, Can you you, you fly all over me? Okay, oh, good lord. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, he might have stepped away for a little bit. So, JD, I'm going to go ahead and go to you, and I'm going to come back. Hopefully, we'll get John back on here in just a minute. But let me, I'll ask you the question I was going to ask John. All right, uh, JD, would you rather make the Jonas Brothers a smack down or have Miley Cyrus kick Edge in the baseballs? I would say the Jonas because I think Miley Cyrus kicking Edge in the baseballs, Beth Phoenix will be coming after Miley Cyrus in a big way. Yeah, so you'd rather make the Jonas Brothers a team on SmackDown, okay? Yeah. All right. All right, there'll be a wrecking ball later on. Ooh, okay. Fonzie, would you rather fire Randy Orton or fire Chris Jericho? Neither. Well, I got to choose one. Uh, this this is all for fun anyway, Fonz. So. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, I guess I'll have to choose one then. I'll do it. Well, my cursor has said that it would rather fire Chris Jericho. So that's where we're going. Uh, JD, if you were Triple H, would you rather become the WWE champion or the World Heavyweight champion? World Heavyweight champion. World Heavyweight champion. Gonna Fonzie, jingle can you, your balls. Oh, Fonzie, can you smell me? <laughs> okay, that's uh, terrible. Fonzie, if you were Chris Jericho, would you rather remove Rey Mysterio's mask or hurt Rey Mysterio so bad it would put him out of the WWE for a while? The second one. Hurt Ray Mysterio so bad they would put him out of the WWE for a while, okay? And JD, here is yours right here. If you, if you were Batista, would you rather become the Raw General Manager and fire Randy Orton or become the SmackDown General Manager and make Sam Punt give Jeff Hardy his championship belt without fighting for it? Oh, that is a tough one, though. Oh, damn, this is tough. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Punk. I'll go with Punk on this one, you know? Become the SmackDown GM and make Sam Punk give Hardy his belt back, okay? Yes. Okay. Now, all of this, and let's tell you what the end results were after answering all these questions. Uh, can, you, can you smell me? Uh, let's see. Um, well, let me go ahead and tell you the results. And they, did, and they did numbers for this guy, so listen to this very carefully. The first question, uh, J.D., you said you would rather have Vince McMahon retire if you were the owner of the, of the WWE. Believe it or not, 71% agreed with you on that. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Next one. Uh, Fonzie, you said if you if if, uh, if you were John Cena, you would rather make Maurice cry. Only forty six percent said that. Fifty three percent said they would they would make Beth Phoenix look like Santino. 
Number three, uh, as far as uh, JD, you said, would you rather you would, you would rather make the Jonas Brothers a trio team on SmackDown? Believe it or not, only 44% said they would do that, while 55% said they would rather have Miley Cyrus kick Edge into baseballs. Holy crap. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, number four, uh, we said, would you would you rather do this one? Would you and you'd rather fire Chris Jericho? Thirty-eight percent said they would fire Randy Orton. Sixty-one percent said they would fire Chris Jericho. Hmm. Okay. Number five, JD said, if you were Triple H, you would rather become the World Heavyweight Champion. Well, JD, believe it or not, sixty percent said they'd rather become the WWE Champion. Only thirty-nine percent said the World Heavyweight Champion. Hmm. Okay. Number six, if you were Chris Jericho, Fonzie said you would hurt Rey Mysterio so bad you would put him out of the WWE for a while. Uh, actually, 70% said they would rather remove Rey Mysterio's mask, while only 29% said they would hurt Rey Mysterio so bad they would put him out of wrestling for a while there. Yes. And number seven, if you were Batista, you said become SmackDown Jam to make CM Punk give Jeff Hardy his belt back without fighting for it. 27% said it would become the Raw GM. 72% said the SmackDown GM. So there you go with that. All right. There you go. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Here we go. We got some more here. There's six more here, guys. JD, let's go start with you here again. JD, if you were, if you were Batista, would you fight yep. John Cena with, for the world title? Would you fight Edge for the WWE title, or would you fight Matt Hardy for the ECW title? Who for the ECW title? Matt Hardy. I would say Matt Hardy. Okay. All right, Fonzie, we go back to you, sir. Would you rather have Jeff Hardy swan time bomb Chris Jericho on top of the hell in the cell? Or would you rather have Jeff Hardy fight Matt Hardy for the ECW title in a ladder match? We lost him. Yeah, we did. Let me try to get a hold John has... I'll be right back. Okay. And while we do that, we'll pause for just one second there, folks. And give you and give you the number one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode one seventy nine of NW Wolfpack for Thursday, December six, two thousand eighteen. Mister WWS Chad Henshaw, the Iceman Jared Girolamo, and also the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. Uh, we're hoping hope, we're hoping to get back the uh, the heartbreak kid Fonzie. He was on here with us for a little bit, um, but hopefully we'll we'll get him back on here momentarily. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget our live video feed tonight from SMWS Mountain Grown Toughness, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash SMWS Toughness if you want to join us there. And don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution 138055 pound, our live video feed from AAA US Lucha Libre Action, 
more talk about TLC, and also, of course, some other wrestling news making the rounds here as well. <clears throat> Be sure, and also some other wrestling extras coming your way. Be sure to join us, like I said, tomorrow night from 9 to 11, right here on TalkShoe, 138055-pound. This Saturday evening, don't forget uh, WWS Power Hour at 6 o'clock. We'll be having, of course, our uh, some, our wrestling history for, uh, for, for this coming Saturday. Also, a rundown of what took place during all of our shows here in the radio network this week. And some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at Full Leather Mania. So be sure to join us for Power Hour this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock right here on TalkShoe. And at, from 9 to 11, folks, 146-507-pound. Do not forget <clears throat> our next episode of Wrestling. Wrestling Championship. There's Fonzie, okay. Our next episode of Wrestling Championship Challenge as, of course, we finish off the match between Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach for the triple... We will be crowned a new AAA U.S. Mega Champion. Uh, of course, like I said, Bobby is leading Anne right now by 1,550 points. So, hope, so like I said, this match could, turn, could go either way still, folks, right there in the second round. Coming up here this Saturday night right here on Talk Show. And also, don't forget there this Sunday night. No, okay. We also, also don't forget this this uh, Sunday night one four six five zero seven pound again for our next edition of 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 course uh, <clears throat> wrestling championship challenge. As the human suplex machine, John Gross will be, will be of course and is it right there right now is the middle of his final Emory Rickenbach for the U.S. Don't forget, to, of course, don't forget that this coming Sunday night from 8 to 10 right here on Talk Shoe, 146-507-pound as well. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, Fonzie, we were, of course, starting another round here of some wrestling. Would you Would you rather? And uh, and we saved this question right here for you, so here it is right here. Let's get your take on this. Would you rather have Jeff Hardy Swanton bomb Chris Jericho from top of the hell in the cell or Jeff Hardy fight Matt Hardy for the ECW title in a ladder match? The first one. John, are you back with us, sir? Make sure that he's back here as well. Unbelievable tonight. Jeez. Yes, I, yes, I am unbelievable. Thank you very much for saying. <laughs> okay. Huh? Oh, wow. No, you yes, talking about the game. It, yes, I yeah, it, 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 you're talking about the joke of a game. It is 29 to 2. It's 30 to 2. 30 to 2 now. 40 to it was funny. You, you, you know what's so funny is, though, Fonzie, this is going to make you laugh, Chad. This is going to make you laugh, too. I debated until late yesterday afternoon to put Derrick Henry in, and boy, is he paying out big tonight. 11 carries, 220 yards, four touchdowns. I know. Shot it. He's, I got Darren Lewis. I got Dion Lewis. He has not much. I need this win because, I mean, I've lost four in a row in fantasy four weeks in a row. I'm playing my brother-in-law this week, and right now I'm a 46-6 to six on him early on. I like this. And I think now, I think if, if this keeps up, I could just maybe get to the second round. I mean, he beat me earlier this year, and I've been slumping for a month now. 
But, I mean, Derrick Henry, I don't know what lit under his ass tonight. No pun intended. But, I mean, my God, he's got 46 points tonight. Who did? Henry. Oh, I know. He's lining it up for me tonight. He really is. He's helping me tonight. Big time. He's here, but he's, I guess I mean, he must have probably stepped he's away. Here. From the... He's there. He's everywhere, so beware. Because he has no hair. <laughs> he has a 99-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was, his, that was his biggest run of the year, yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest one of the night so far for him. I guess not. He's back up the team. I don't know what's going on here. Just down here. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe that uh, who was talking about saying wrestling was fake. Maybe that. Maybe they said something he didn't like. Well, well, like I said, I mean, if, if, if like I said, anybody, like I said, I mean. No gets just gets offended by that. I mean, they have a right in the world to be that way. So there you go. Uh, well, JD, yeah, I guess I'll just go with you. That, he may have a prior obligation. You never know. But John, hopefully, we make it back soon, guy. Absolutely. So JD, let's ask you this question. Okay. If you were going to beat Jericho again, or have Jericho beat up by John Cena every Monday? Have Jericho beat up John Cena. What was the first one, though? Fire, would you, if, if you were Vince McMahon, would you rather fire Chris Jericho again or have Jericho beat up by John Cena every Monday? Yeah, I would have Jericho beat up Cena every Monday. However. And Cena wouldn't kick out a two either. Yeah, was Jericho beat up by Cena every Monday is what it is. Oh. Oh, I thought it was Jericho being up Cena in general. Okay, so, all right, let's go over one more time. Okay, what was the first one again? Fire Chris Jericho again, or have Jericho beat up by John Cena every Monday. That there you go. Oh, I'd say fire because if I see Jericho, I'd like to see Jericho beat up Cena, but uh, I would hate to say, sorry, I mean, as much as I love Jericho, I mean, I would have to go with... Uh, the first one, though. Yeah. Would you rather have Stone Cold Steve Austin return or have The Rock return? Fonzie. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you rather have Stone Cold Steve Austin return, or would you rather have The Rock return? Uh, Can you hear me? Can you smell what was, me? What was the first what was the question again? Sorry. Well, I was asking, well, this Fonzie, would you rather have Stone Cold yeah, I know. or The Rock return? Okay, or are you, okay, you're, I guess yeah, you're, I guess you're saying Stone Cold. 
You would rather have Stone Cold return. That was a tough one. You'd rather That's be why. stunned by Stone Cold. <laughs> oh. Fonzie wants to be stunned by Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> let's see. John, John, are you back with us now? I think he is. Let me see. Hey, you going to the Redskins next year, buddy. Okay. Yeah, John, can you John, John, can you hear me? No wonder I didn't. Okay, here he Okay, he's back. Okay, I, I see him. Okay. Okay, I, I must not move the chat box up a little bit. Okay, there he he he's on. He's with us. Okay. Uh John, would you rather watch the Armageddon pay-per-view or watch Santa? Blitz like Melina every time on Monday Night Raw. This is an old one, guys. I apologize. I don't know how old this is, but this is an old one. Uh, John says he'd rather watch the Armageddon pay-per-view. I don't blame you there, John. Okay. All right, JD, you and Fonzie will have the last two questions here. Dick uh, let's see, JD. If you were a WWE superstar, would you rather go to Raw, SmackDown, or ECW? Uh, what was the thing? Sorry. If you were a WWE superstar, would you rather go to Raw, go to SmackDown, or go to ECW? I would say Raw. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot there was only six questions in this. Okay. Let's see how we did with this. And y'all might get, be a little bit shocked here. Uh, John, JD, you answered the first one here. If you, answered, if you were Batista, you would. You said you would fight Matt Hardy for the ECW title. Believe it or not, uh, only. Well, crap. Come here. Only 12% said they would fight Matt Hardy. 38% said they would fight John Cena. 48% said they would fight WWE. No, I don't want any fake beans. Uh, Fonzie said he would rather have Jeff Hardy, Swan, Tom Bomb, Jericho off the top of the hill in the cell. 61% said that. 38% said they'd have, rather have Jeff fight. Matt Hardy in a steel cage for the ECW, a ladder match for the ECW title. Uh, of course, you said before Vince McMahon, JDC, he'd rather fire Chris Jericho again. 55% said that. 44% said have Jericho beat up by Cena every Monday night on Raw. Fonzie uh, said he'd rather have Stone Cold Steve Austin return. 60% said they want to see Stone Cold return. 39% said they, were, they would like to see The Rock return. Uh, number five, uh, John answered this one. 47% said they'd rather watch the Armageddon pay-per-view, while only fit, while 52% said they'd rather have Santino try to do the splits like Molina on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> okay. Uh, you answered, J.D., you rather, if you were a superstar, you'd rather go to Raw. Uh, believe it or not, 3% said ECW, 27% said SmackDown, 68% said Raw. JD likes it Raw. <clears throat> no, he likes it medium rare. 
let's see here. Uh, okay, I got one here for you. Okay, here's here, here's an interesting one. Um, let's see here by, by answering some of these questions here, guys. Let's determine which WWE superstar you are. How's that sound, guys? Does that sound good? Which superstar am I? But yeah, by, by answering these questions, nope. it will determine what. Okay. Okay. What you're, what you're passing? What you say? I didn't hear what you said. No, is it is the films? Um, go, go ahead. I'll, okay. All right. Okay. By answering these, it's going to, it's going to automatically determine what superstar you are. Okay. What WWE oh, okay. superstar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. I totally understand anything. Okay, I'll, okay, okay. All right. Let's see. It says to everyone what WWE superstar you are most like. Well, now you can find out. So here you go, JD. JD, which of the following championships are you can only pick? Are you most interested in having WWE title, the World Heavyweight title, the ECW title, the IC title, the US title? World Tag Team Titles or the WWE Tag Team Titles? I'm going to say, however, <clears throat> the IC title. You'll say the IC title, okay. All right. Uh, number two, um, which of the following types of wrestlers are you, JD? A high flyer, a brawler, a showstopper? Are you dirty or are you... Are you a, another kind other than what I just mentioned? Brawler. Sorry, brawler. Okay. Well, JD, I thought you had to be from Brooklyn to be a brawler. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. Steve Lombardi. Was... Not a knuckleball sports. There you go. Number three, JD, are you a face? Are you a heel? Or are you both? What's that? Are you a face, a heel, or both? Both. You are both. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Number four. Uh, all right, JD, which wrestler here do you prefer? Shawn Michaels or Chris Jericho? HBK. Okay, uh, JD, what is your favorite? What is your favorite brand? Raw, SmackDown, ECW, WCW, or you love all four brands equally? All four brands equally. Okay. Oh, oh let me put that down. Okay. Now, JD, you answered the questions. Are you ready to find out which WWE superstar you are? Are you ready, JD? That's terrible. Yeah. That is so terrible. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Lonzo, you're going to be next in this, so listen very carefully. JD. Yeah. The, the WWE superstar. Listen very carefully. The WWE superstar JD is. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Well, first, first off, who chose the Intercontinental Championship? Uh, uh, only only 5% said the IC title. 
here. 52% said the WWE title, believe it or not. JD said you were a brawler. Uh, 19, 19% said you were a brawler. 41% said a high flyer, believe it or not. Number three, are you a face, a heel, or both? 45% said they were both. 42% said a face. Only 11% said they were a heel. Uh, JD, you said you were Shawn Michaels. Uh, 85% said they were HBK. Only 14% said they were Jericho. And number five, what was your favorite brand? 15% agree with you, JD. They love all four brands equally. 52% said they like Raw. 27% said SmackDown. 2% said ECW. And 1% said WCW, which that sucks because that is, of course, a. Okay. It's not going, it's not going to really show uh, what it's doing is that which one you which ones you would pick. Okay. All right. I see, I see what that is. Hold on. I got an idea. Hold, hold on. Listen, man. Before we go any further, let me, let me find one like that. Let me, let me find one like that because. Um, let me see here. Uh, um, let me see if I can find that. Let's see. It's time for diarrhea. 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 Fonzie's going to dance when I say diarrhea. Diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. Okay, wait a minute. I got one. Okay, here we go. I think this is. I think this is. I think this is. Uh... <sighs> Don't wake daddy. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe what this is. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Let's do it off one of our favorite sites, JD. IWNerd.com. Or let's let me do it the right way. IW. JD. Yeah, I'm here. Which one did I get? Well, I got a – that didn't really say exactly. All that was doing was just doing another survey uh, poll right there. So we're going to – I found one. I think that this will really work. Right okay, well, so. yeah, well, let me step out and reset the thing. Fonzie, you're up next along with John. So you two have your turn now. Okay, uh, okay. and, and then, like I said, J.D., you want to have another shot at it. So – so you, when, after you, when you come back after we did five, we'll, we'll go for you again. So, okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, here, we, here, we, here we go here, Fonzie. This is going to determine which super, WWE superstar you are. Okay? So listen very carefully. Fonzie, if you were a wrestler, what would your style be? Powerhouse, a technical, high flyer, a brawler, flashy, dirty, 
or a striker. The first one. To the powerhouse, okay? Okay. Okay, Fonzie, and this is all these questions are your responses, so keep that in mind. Okay. Fonzie, if you were a wrestler, would you be a baby face, a heel, or a tweener, which it means you're kind of in the middle between good and bad? So in other words, are you good, baby bad, face. or you are a baby face? Okay. All right. Okay. Fonzie, choose choose out of these belts, which one would you most likely would you, would you be most likely to win in WWE? Would it be the WWE or the Universal title, the IC or the US title, or the WWE tag team titles? WWE tag team titles. Tag team titles, okay. All right. Fonzie, if fans had to choose one word to describe you of the following, which would it be? Would it be polarizing, crazy, talented, monster, or talkative? The first one. Polarizing, okay. Polarizing. Fonzie, what would be your best attribute if, what would your best attribute be, excuse me, if you were a wrestler? Would it be your in-ring ability, your charisma, your power, your speed, or your promo ability? I'm not sure. Maybe the first one, probably. The in-ring ability. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. All right, Fonzie, uh, just to refresh my memory, what month is your birthday? September 14th. Why does that say the month? September, you said? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's let's see here. Without further ado. Uh oh, okay, okay. Bonzi. You would be, if I'm looking at this correctly, and I think I am. See, you would be Roman Reigns. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's uh, let's 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 uh, let's give John an opportunity here to give this a try. Then, nice when JD comes back, we'll again. Um, uh, but remember, guys, don't wake daddy. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't even know why I'm saying that. All right. Uh, John, here you go. What would your style be if you were a wrestler? Would you be a powerhouse, a technical, a high flyer? A brawler, flashy, dirty, or a striker? John says he would be a powerhouse. Okay. 
John, if you were a wrestler, would you be a babyface, a heel, or a tweener? John says he would be a babyface. Okay. John, choose the title that you would be most likely to win in WWE. Would it be the WWE title or the Universal title, the IC title or the US title, or the tag team titles? John says he would go for either the IC or the US title. Okay. All right, John, if fans had to choose one word to describe you, what would it be? Would it be polarizing, crazy, talented, monster, or talkative? Or JD? <laughs> uh, John says talkative. How would okay. you touch it, retarded? Why would I touch a retarded? What? No, no. One of the Jacksonville players touched it, picked it up, and tried to run. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, John, what would be what would your best attribute be if you were a wrestler? Would it be your in-ring ability, your charisma, your power, your speed, or your promo ability? <sighs> John says it would be his in-ring ability. John, uh, for refresh my memory, your birthday is in March. Is that correct? Okay. John's birthday is in March. Now, let's see. His, he would be, <laughs> okay. John would be Samoa Joe. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't wait for this. JD, are you back with us? No, no. Okay. Well, I, but I tell you what. I, um let me see if I can Okay, I tell you what, I'll do it myself, okay? This for fun. I'll do it. My, okay. That way, it seems only fair since y'all y'all doing this for me. I'll do this for y'all. Okay. All right. Here we go. What would my style be if I would be if I was a wrestler? Uh, I would I would say powerhouse first of all. Would I be a would I be I would be, I would be I would be a babyface, so we'll say that. Title that I would most likely to win. I'm also going to say the IC. Choose one word to describe me. It would be. I'm gonna say talented. Yeah. What would be my best attribute if I was a wrestler? Uh, I'm gonna say my promo ability. My birthday is in July. Holy crap. My wrestler would be Finn Balor. 
Okay. JD, are you back with us? No, I got gas. Oh, okay. I said so. Uh, <clears throat> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> okay. While we wait for JD to return here, guys, let's go ahead and bring you this one more time. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138521 pound. Mm-hmm. This is episode 179 of NWO Wolfpack here for Thursday, December 6, 2018. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fozzie here with you here tonight. Uh, JD, are you back with us? I'm here. Okay. JD, is your turn, my man. Here we go. Here we go. I found one that really, this, this is this is the real deal this time here, guy. So here you go. Listen very carefully. Right. And this is going to determine which WWE. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Would your style be, or would it be powerhouse, technical, High flying, brawler, flashy, dirty, or striker? Technical. Yeah, oh, technical. Okay. All right. JD, if you were a wrestler, would you be a baby face, a heel, or a tweener? Tweener. Be a tweener. Okay. JD, choose the title that you would most be that you would be most likely to win in WWE. Would it be the WWE title or the Universal title, the IC title or the U.S. title, or the tag team titles? Which title would I go after? Yes, either the Red Lights. WWE or Universal, IC or U.S. or tag team titles. There's three choices. Uh, I want to say tag titles. And tag titles, okay. All right. Uh, JD, if fans had to choose one word to describe you, what would it be? Would it be polarizing, crazy, talented, monster, or talkative? Talented. Talented, okay. All right. JD, what would your best attribute be, be if you were a wrestler? Would it be your in-ring ability, your charisma, Power, your speed, or your promo ability? Promo. Promo ability, okay. And of course, we know your birthday is in December. Okay. So, JD, here we go. When I ask when I do this, I just hope you're not going to be surprised or shocked, but here we go. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) JD. Which superstar you would be? You would be Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy and psychotic as ever. I like it. Well, here we go. Here we go. Fonzie got uh, Roman Reigns. John got Samoa Joe. John, I'll trade you. I did it. <laughs> I got Finn Balor. Nice. You got Dean Ambrose. So, guys, based, uh, based on based on all this, here's an ultimate eight-man tag right here for you. Keep keep this in mind here. Okay. Uh, 
Of course, the first four would be Roman Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Samoa Joe, and Finn Balor taking on. Hmm. Okay, I got it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Shawn, Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart. Ooh. JD, who'd you pick to win this? Between two, what's the match again? Sorry. It is Roman, it is, it is Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe versus <clears throat> Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart. Sean, Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, and who? Sorry. Shawn Michaels. Uh, I'm going to say that, however, mind you. You're going to say, you're going to say Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, and Bret Hart. Yeah. Okay, Fonzie, same match. What do you say? It's Steve Weiser, 316. There you go. Uh, John, who do, what do you say? John's going to agree with JD on that, and no, and I'll I'll say the same thing here as well. So, so guys, that was, that was pretty fun. We all, we all find some more of these, and Fonzie's got a guess. So do not want to mention. Dumb commercials. Those stupid commercials. All of you. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, I forgot about that. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go, we have to thank our sponsor here tonight, Mountain Dew, for that clear, crisp, citrus taste. Be sure to buy the 10-pack of the mini cans of Mountain Dew here today at your local favorite store, including, of course, Dollar General, where they're $3.75 apiece. Mountain Dew, the refreshing drink. <laughs> that's, that's sounding good. I, I'm liking that. Yeah. I like the one I did last night. I thought that was Okay. Uh, let's run down the line here. Uh, that JD said he'll be right back. Fonz, is there anything, sir, you wish to add before we sign off for the evening? No. Okay. John, anything you wish to add before we sign off? John says no. JD, is there anything you wish to add? Yeah, I guess he had to still had to step away. So I guess he uh I guess he'll be back here shortly. Uh <clears throat> but he did he did before we leave this evening, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to mention what wanna mention once again. Uh, of course our thoughts and prayers are with the family of tonight of legendary wrestling superstar Larry the Axe Henning, as you as you heard in the up uh, in the news earlier tonight. We did hear that legendary superstar Larry the Axe Henning, of course, father of the late Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, and grandson of current WWE superstar Curtis Axel, sadly has passed away at the age of 82. Our thoughts and prayers, of course, are with the Henning family here tonight. And once again, we do say thank you to Mr. Henning for his contributions to the world of pro wrestling. May he, of course, live on in the hearts of those who remember him. And may he also rest in peace now with the Lord in the arms of the Lord Almighty and also now reunited with his son to form one of the greatest tag teams in all of heaven. Right there indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot beat that at all. Oh, sir.
JD, anything you wish to add, sir? No, uh, but I do have the thing ready to go. Okay. And speaking of which, like I said before, we, and before, and before like I said, I log off for the evening here, folks. JD is going to replay, of course, the, the clip that he played in, to honor Larry Dax ending here tonight. So I do want to thank JD, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie for joining us here tonight for episode 179 of Wolfpack. Uh, be sure to join us tomorrow night on Revolution 138055-pound, our live video feed from the AAA US, literally the reaction. And what a belch that was, by the way. Yes, indeed. That belch being brought to you today by Okay. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, our live video feed tomorrow night will be from AAA US, literally the reaction. History of History and birth news and views, history and birthdays, and of course more big time wrestling talk, wrestling extras, and a whole lot of wrestling fun tomorrow night on Wolfpack. I mean Revolution, Blooper Time, one three eight zero five five pounds. Do not do not forget that here at all whatsoever. This is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Wolfpack episode 179 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> be sure to join us. As we always say here in the radio network, take care and God bless. And like I said before, before my end, before my ending line for the night, let's hear that 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 that, that clip one last time. In, in, in paying our respects here tonight to Larry the Axe Henning. JD, take her over. Not only is it before we before we play the clip, power is it to Larry Henning, but it is to the people and the legends that we have lost this year. Bruno San Martino, Vader, Nikolai Volkov, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Dynamite Kid, Brickhouse Brown, Brian Christopher Lawler, and all the legends we have lost over the years in the world of entertainment, whether it be sports, movies, whatever. And this is, as I said, only fitting that this is a very emotional yet very moving tribute that David Warner, the actor, who started who has started in such movies such as The Man with Two Brains, Time After Time, and of course this clip coming from the 1970 comedy western The Battle of Cable Hogue, starring Jason Robarts, Stell Stevens, L.Q. Jones, and of course... Uh, was directed by the great Sam Peckinpah. But this eulogy, how, this is a eulogy that Warner did, however, in honor of Jason Robart's character, Cable Hogue, after he passed away, however, at the end, towards the end of the movie of the battle of Cable Hogue. And so to Larry Kenning and his family, especially Curtis Axel, the grandson of Larry's and the son of also the late, great Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, we play this in honor of him tonight and to the legends we passed. We hope you enjoy it. And here it is. He might have cheated. Poor, poor, he gouged them all the same. Who died? Animal in the desert, he did. Are in the firmament, he hasn't name. 
and he was afraid of. And he fought and loved so long has covered him at last. On into the whole torrent of the years. In some ways he was your dim reflection, Lord, and right or wrong, I feel he is not. I know that Hogue lived and died here in the desert. Hell will never be too hot. I went to church. I need to. The whole desert was his cathedral. Hold up. I'm coming in tonight. Hogue loved the desert. Loved it deeper than he'd ever say. Built his empire enough to give it up for love and came Lord as the day draws toward evening this life grows to an end for us all say adieu to our friend take him Lord Knowing cable. Amen. This has been the WWS Radio Network. Good night, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.